Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And I have some super glue on my fingers. Um, <laughs> I do 3D printing right here, and this one's still a little wet, so I'm going to put that back. Hi! Oh. This week we're talking about um, After Mash, Season 2, Episode 4, Trials, and Season 2, Episode 5, Madness to His Method. Trials is actually the real name, so you can actually follow the disc now. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's basically Mr. Potter, Dr. Potter, um, mm-hmm. writing a letter to Sydney, mm-hmm. talking to him about <laughs> all the things that are happening at General General. That's that's the gist of what this episode is about. Because we have to have a dear blank episode every so many. <laughs> you do. But I like when he writes to Sydney, though, because mm-hmm. it gives reason for the many, many mm-hmm. plots and characters. <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, we had Dear Dad, yeah, Dear Uncle Abdul, no. um, Dear, Dear, um... Winchester's sister. Yeah, Dear Noria. Well, I'm trying to think of the one that Sydney wrote to, um... Oh, 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 Sigmund Freud. Dear Sigmund. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, Sydney, we're just cutters, but don't you think that writing to a dead guy is kind of crazy? That was a private letter. Then why'd you leave it under your pillow? Yep, that's game for everyone. They have to have a Dear Blank episode every so often, it seems. I actually like the Dear Blank episode. Me too. It's just like... like, It's just... A recurring theme. It's it's a it's a mash trope. It happens so often. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, we have a mash return actually today. We have a patient that's in with Klinger oh. in the mental institution mm-hmm. that hasn't spoken since he's gotten there. Mm-hmm. So they don't really know what's wrong with him because he just sits there with a blank stare in his face. And Klinger thought, "Geez, he looks familiar. I think he was at the Dup 4077." And Potter mm-hmm. looked him up, and he was. Yep. So it, that it's fun to have reoccur, and I, I just wonder if he really was. Well, I'm sure that they just came up with a patient. I doubt okay. that we saw him. I don't know I could look it up, but yeah, I doubt I'll find anything because the it was a secondary af- character, well, and the aftermath wikis are tr- are just habitually bad. Bad. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I I agree. That was kind of neat. Um. I enjoyed Potter's reaction, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. But I don't understand Klinger. I just don't understand what he's trying to do because he has a wife and a baby. Why isn't mm-hmm. he fixing this situation? So he either mm-hmm. goes to jail or he goes here. Is that the situation? Yep, I think so. Just like uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, the guy got out of jail by going to the mental ward. Then they gave him a lobotomy. Yep. <sighs> It sounds I'm like sorry, I'll go to jail. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that's not going to happen to Klinger, but, you know, I'm guessing that was the deal. Is Back then they did a lot of those, I think. Mm-hmm. If you weren't quite right in the head, they mm-hmm. just mixed it up. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's why he was there is like, well, I can probably work my way out here. And he's a schemer. Yeah, he is. I mean, look, he gets around. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, I have a, a 
pass to get out. She's mm-hmm. like, let me see. Pulls out all these passes. Well, what color is today? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Klinger's a schemer. He always has been. So, I mean, it fits. It doesn't fit, though, because he's never spent any time with his baby. That's got to be crazy. <laughs> uh, well, in the next episode, I think Soon Lee says something along those lines to him. And, like, this is his, this is what he knows. This is his way of trying to do right by them. It's not the right way. No. But it's the clinger way, which is kind of weird. Yeah, in fact, in this episode, Sunli, I have written down here, is just crying because it, she says, my baby has no father. Mm-hmm. Yep, still camped out at the Potters because no income, I imagine. It's got to be why she's there. if their house is gone, their single Their bed, apartment? Their apartment. I would think so. I mean, if he's not... Because weren't they buying a house and then something happened? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the... Well, that's what led us to where we are with Klinger. Right, right. Yeah, the dude the swindled, him. swindled him. Mm-hmm. And then Klinger punctuated his dislike of the situation with his fists. Right. And then he got arrested, and then he broke out of jail. Hmm. Okay. And then he got arrested for breaking out of jail. And now, and now he's in the mental ward at at General General. So anyway, Potter is writing to Sydney about everyone coming to him. Um, this. Mm-hmm. There's a new doctor that starts as the psychiatrist. There's Elma chasing <laughs> Potter to get his... I'm sorry. I, I want to touch on that. Okay, yeah. The, the psychiatrist. I loved how they explained, No, oh, it's great, Colonel. He just comes around, pats us on the shoulder, and keeps going. It's great for me. <laughs> well, it's not going to be any more, son. He died last night. What? He was giving a speech on fear of dying. And he keeled over. <laughs> Nobody did anything for a few minutes because they thought he was making a point. <laughs> so who's coming now? Somebody new. A Dr. Dudziak. And it ended up being? A woman. A young woman. A young woman. And they were not ready for that. Mm-mm. In fact, Dr. Boyer hits on her first time he sees her. Yep. She handles it very professionally. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm sure she was used to it, but, yeah, she handled it with great aplomb. <laughs> it was quite fun. Yeah, I, I well, agree. Even more so is uh, the, the thing with the key when she's yeah, in the... Yeah, she's, she's in a hot tubby. Well, what is that? Yeah, like it, a, yeah it's a, you know, like, a, like you would see on um, some baseball films where they have yeah, the little... Yeah, where they soak them. Yeah. And the, there's like the, I don't know, trolling motor. A metal motor. trough. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like a like metal the, trough. Yeah, and they have like the trolling motor. To, <laughs> you know, and it's then, a whirlpool before yeah, whirlpool. Yeah, whirlpool. Yes, basically. that's what it is. It's an old 50s whirlpool. And yeah. she was sitting in there. In a bubble bath. Naked. Well, reading just, case. Yeah, well, that's how I take a bath. Well, yeah. I don't know about you. But she was reading case studies. And Boyer walks in and he's all hitting on her until... She just stands right up and says, so this is what you want? Is this what you want? I'm in pretty good shape. I hey, was, hey, stop that. I, well, hey, you know, isn't hey, this what you you're wanted? You're crazy. Come on. No. Let's, that, you, now what do you want to say? If there are other people who have keys to this place. You put, no. Get, get, it really, stop it. It really blew his mind, which mm-hmm. to me was hilarious. I wouldn't think it would blow his mind. First of all, he's a surgeon. Eh. You know what? I, I can see it because... Oh, thank you. I dropped a piece of my model. 
Um, because I'm trying to super glue while we're. Yeah. By the way, don't yeah. put your fingers together. <laughs> um. I could see it though because he's used to being the leader, the the leader, the crazy one, and she just like she played see, right into it. She, she stood right up. Well, she calls and raises. Yeah. I don't think he's used to people calling him and raising and raising. So, but then um, Mulcahy came to Potter, and he's having problems because Wainwright is changing everything and trying to feed everyone. He wants to feed them good food. Because nobody's complaining when they're fat and happy. Mm-hmm. And what's he going to do in the meantime? Well, He's, he's going to spend his whole budget for six months because he's only going to be there six months. Right, but why? Because he can't. Well, he wants to stop the disruption. Yeah. He's like gonna, everyone he, he's chases. He's taking all everyone. the stuff down. He's making it into a very sterile environment again. And in order to distract the patients, he's going to yeah. overfeed them. Yeah. He's going to get their attention through their stocks. Because they spent $718 this quarter to fix all the property. like they All the property damage. Yeah. So <laughs> he figures if he uses money, uses up his budget for his mm. food, everyone will be fat and happy. And, and it's working. not his problem. He's kicking the can down, the, down right. the line. The next guy in six months who takes over is going to have a budget problem. Mm-hmm. But I won't. I'm not here. And then doesn't he go on to talk about, like, his retirement home or something? In Florida? Right after that? Yeah. So, I mean, he he could care less about the people, about anything. Yeah, he's he, thinking money. Well, and, you know, like we saw in his first episode, he's there to get results and to get them by the time he leaves. Right. That's what he is. Yeah. He's a fix-it results guy. That is what who Wainwright is. But That's it. Nice. He doesn't have to be. He's there to get results. Right. He's not there to make friends. Exactly, and he's not going to. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we don't see him in the next episode. But <laughs> yeah, talk about what Father Mal- or what Potter does to resolve the. Uh, I think uh, his Carl? name was Carl Brown. Brown. Yeah. Brown. Something like that. I just wrote down Carl. Um, that was great. Yeah, he's he's trying everything he knows to get Carl to talk. He's, you know, playing checkers with him and like. Don't give up, man. Get mad. Hit something. Cry if you have to. Yell. Scream. But don't give up. Damn it, man. You've made it this far. Don't let it win. And then he's down in the cafeteria after Wainwright is, like, serving these thick tenderloin, T-bone, all these steaks and everything. And Klinger is down there, too, in... His fatigues. He's trying Uh to be crazy again. Mm -hmm. And... Potter sees that that catches Carl's eye, and he goes, "Do something." Is it Klinger? What are you gonna do? Do something. Do something. I can see it bothers you. Do something about it. And so all of a sudden, we <laughs> see the Kling- camera's on Klinger, and like he gets hit by mashed potatoes. Right in the face. It was all okay. right. You didn't Who see did where that? it came from, but you mm-hmm. knew. Because mm-hmm. then you turn around, and Carl is standing there with a big smile. <laughs> Thing. You do that again, fella. And so he, like, grabs something else and throws Dro- it at Klinger. But Klinger ducks, of course, and mm-hmm. hits someone else who then retaliates, and they retaliate, and guess what? Yep. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And uh, Wainwright comes down with Alma. Who were, ta- on the way down, we're talking about what a great idea this was. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, walk into a full-blown food fight, and Wainwright's trying to calm it down and get ordered attention, and I love what happens with Potter at that point. He's just that neat? He was writing to Sydney. Oh, yeah. And he looks over his shoulder and sees that Wainwright isn't looking at him, so he picks something up, quickly throws it at him, and then <laughs> turns back and again. keeps writing, and Wainwright turns around, who did that? He doesn't <laughs> say it, but he looks at him. It's funny. Yeah. But, an, an okay episode. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, it wasn't super dense. Um, Still trying to get fit everyone Yeah. In. You know. Uh, we definitely don't have Pfeiffer around anymore. Boyer's taking his spot. Um, Dudziak. You know, you... I like the, the new general guy... Wainwright better than the old guy, though. Oh, I prefer I, I D'Angelo. Just, do you? Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. like saying that, but I prefer D'Angelo at this point. Because oh. D'Angelo, you know, he was kind of a bumbling fool. Yeah. And he reminded me, just a little bit, mind you, of that fine lieutenant colonel from that other show. <laughs> now, I started watching that show long ago. It seems uh. like when I was just a boy. <laughs> I was in the Boy Scouts when I was a boy. Yeah, okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked the bumbling of D'Angelo. He reminded me of Blake. This guy reminds me more of Colonel Flagg. Kind uh, of. Not even. I don't even no. think... He, he's, he's like the worst part of Frank and the fir- worst part of Flagg and the worst part yeah. of... Yeah, of a general, because he has But he's nice. Like, walking down the mm-hmm. hallway. Like, oh, yeah. you would think it's someone that you really like. Until you actually he's... hear the words come out of his mouth. Like, he seems like he's an upstanding guy until uh, he starts to speak. I'm just trying to think of what he would be as a food. And it would definitely be a glazed something. But I can't think of something that looks delectable. And but isn't. once you get to the inside, is just... Absolutely atrocious. Glazed liver? Sure. That would probably do it. Yeah, glazed deep fried liver. Like No, anything deep fried is still good. No. So glazed fried yeah. Glazed liver. Yeah. Glazed it's like that seems like it would be palatable, but once you get to know it, it's Ugh. not. It just it's not. But yeah, I think that general general gets a little bit back to normal after that. I hope. Um but Sherman finishes his Letter to Sydney, which he's writing, by the way, where? When he's at home? In the bathroom. On the Whenever toilet. he needs... And Mrs. Potter's worried that he's falling asleep in there. <laughs> You're not falling asleep on the toilet again, are you, Sherman? Nope. No, mother. Whenever I start to, I just flush. <laughs> oh, we'll um, find out more about them next episode. Yeah. So. Is there anything else, really? I mean... No, I, I don't think so. Father Mulcahy... Yeah... Um, I do love the interplay between Dudziak and Boyer, like, when he's totally put off by her, and then just to really rib him, you know, she goes, what, so that means no date tonight? He goes, well, let's not go that far. Should we say seven? And she goes, I'll think about it, and walks away. away. (laughs) It's like, you can just see it running through his mind. He's not, like, mad, but he's been... Like, yeah. Raised again. It's like, oh, come on. (laughs) 
Because, you know, after he got that little boost of confidence about himself, now he's used to winning. And she's not letting him. And there was the funny, him. funny part with Mrs. Potter, too, because they got a little frisky, and, and Sherm says, well, should we turn out the lights? And she said, no, let's do it French. Nice. <laughs> I, I never heard that. No, Call me either. French, leaving yeah. the lights on. Me either. But then, yeah, then, uh, of course, Sue Lee, Lee come, comes in crying. I saw the lights on, and I thought you were still awake. <laughs> so... They didn't do it French. No, but they I didn't never do heard that. I thought me it was either. kind of funny. To be honest, me either. Okay. Then yeah, it wasn't you're not just me. No. Um Yeah. I don't have a lot else about this. Mm-hmm. I mean is what it is. We don't it's it's weird seeing Klinger go from in prison to in the psychiatric ward with no like in between explanation. I mean we get an explanation in the episode, but yeah, and it just bothers me. You'd think mm-hmm. he'd want to be with his family. Well, and uh, again, I... He could still... I, go... I, I disagree with the plot, but I think he is trying to get back to his family the best way he knows how. He's trying to connive his way out. I know, but even Sun Lee, you can see, is upset. Yes, and that comes out in this next episode. <laughs> ha! Segway! Ah, <laughs> sneaky! <laughs> Since that segue worked so well, let's take a break for a moment. And talk about where you can find information about this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you're enjoying this, or if you're (laughs) thinking, wow, were these guys always like this? No. (laughs) No, we were. No, just just once after Mesh started. Stick with us. um, You can can see that we were much better than this at one point in time. Uh, By checking out our backlog of episodes, you can do that by visiting our website, narclaninc.com, N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com, going to the podcast link, go to the Whiskey and Mash page. There are links to MP3s, MP3s, I said that right the first time, I think, Uh, of all of our back episodes. It is called Whiskey and Mash. It is. And we stick by that. Yes, especially now. Sometimes sit by that, yeah. (laughs) Um, But... You can download those to your MP3 listening device, such as a phone or a Zune, if you happen to have one still. Uh, you can stream them from our website. Otherwise, you can also find our back episodes online, of course, on like the Google Play Store, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast application, or even Stitcher Radio. Subscribe, and you'll get all of our new episodes downloaded directly to your device. We are going to be wrapping up Whiskey and Mash at some point here in the near future, probably in about two or three episodes, uh, because that's the end of After Mash, and we've already gone through Mash, including the movie. And our fun end. Our ten, ep- ten, our ten top, top ten. ten. Yep. Um, Go back and watch it. It's very yeah. good. Watch it with your ears. <laughs> okay, listen to it. <laughs> with your earballs. Watch it with your earballs. It's the best way to watch a podcast, really. Um, but you can also connect with us on facebook.com slash whiskey and mash. There's a link on our podcast page at narclaninc.com slash whiskey and mash. That'll take you right over to our Facebook page. There you can comment on how you listen to our podcast with your earballs. <laughs> And how you keep them open during a long day at work. Hopefully by listening to back episodes of Whiskey and Mash. (laughs) Oh, that was a good segment. (laughs) I improvise well. Um, Comes from being a teacher at one point. Also, you can contact us by emailing us, whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com. I don't think anybody actually has done that yet. Be the first person. 
send us an email let us know what you think uh, especially I'll plug this now and then Gloria can later if you were in any way connected uh -huh. with MASH the movie the show after MASH the show we would love to hear from you connect, with, connect with us on Facebook uh, by email and we would love to Skype you in and just talk with you about your experience with any of those uh, movie or shows. We'll do an extra episode just for you. Yeah, you know, anytime, even anytime. in the future. Hello, future yeah. people, all four of you. Yes, especially <laughs> you. No, no. You. Not you. Put yes, your hand up. No. Can too. No, not that one. Yes. Anyone. Look, they're weird. I don't care. So are we. That's a, Well, that's a fair point. Okay, you can Anyone. listen too. Thank you. Especially but, if you're in MASH. Yeah, but anyway, in the meantime, uh, if you found any value in us acting crazy, well, Gloria <laughs> acts crazy, I am. Um, uh, then I'll take that. We <laughs> love your support, and you can do that by sharing this podcast with a friend, a family member, or a coworker, someone who you think would enjoy listening to us for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour on an average day depending you know i love to listen to podcasts at work on my way to work on my way home from work and um hopefully you will too give us a try uh especially once we hit about the midway point of the mash series i think we get better because <laughs> we hit our stride you know the first ones are rough just like any podcast but uh you know, really encourage you if you haven't check the back episodes Maybe and we need thank to the start person. Over and do it again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm down. Um, but you know, thank the person who referred you to us and uh, let us know what you think. And now on to our regularly scheduled program, Madness season two, episode five. Nothing. So uh, here we start again with uh, the Klinger baby in the Potter house. Uh, Sherman comes down and sees that Mildred is dealing with the with little Klinger, and because um, we don't think it has a name yet. Yeah, I didn't catch it ever. Uh, he turns on the TV and there's Francis doing an early morning broadcast on the Veterans Channel at like 5:30 in the morning, and uh, the baby starts crying. Potter is trying to tell it, "You need to be quiet." The father's on. Everybody loves priests. All babies do. And then baby's still crying. Mildred's getting a bottle. You're making me miss the best part. Father's holding up a cross. Um, but I don't think we actually see Father Mulcahy except on television in this episode, which is odd. He must have had something else going on. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to get him in. Yeah. Um, but in any event... Uh, we see Boyer with a wound or a, you know, a bandage Head, over yeah. his eye. He's explaining to Dunziak how he got into a fight at a bar because... Now, I didn't catch why, but you I did. Didn't, I didn't catch why. Didn't you say that it was because he asked for pretzels? And oh, yeah. Somebody... He asked for... He did. Oh, yeah. That's why. I'm sorry. And someone actually passed him down to him. He expected him to throw him at him. Mm -hmm. And he actually passed him down, so he got in a fight. Mm -hmm. Which comes back later on. Mm -hmm. But, um... Sorry. So, no, yeah, that's exactly what I passed the ball to you. Um, so, Boyer is, like, fuming and all this, and Dudziak is trying to get him into a support group, and he's not having it. We get a new intern who comes in. <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, Andrew Caldwell. Young kid. I mean, when he goes to the recovery room bar and grill... 
Uh, bartender asks him for ID. He looks so young. And he said he's used to getting that. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. At one point, Mac shows up in his old office where Alma is just like scared out of her wits that he's going to try and force himself on her. Yeah, but like unusually scared. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, well, I where think, did that come from? Because she took his job? I think that she is really buying into the narrative that he's crazy because oh. she doesn't know him. And he's feeding into that because, like, when he leaves, he gives yeah. himself moose horns and goes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Okay, I didn't think that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she thinks that he's going to try and force himself on her and she's just beside herself about this. And what he's actually trying to do is send in paperwork to get himself declared, um... Like, mentally incompetent so he can get disability. Yep. And uh, he's explained to this later in the episode to Soon Lee, and she is not happy. Because, you know, she says, Max, this is not just a three or four month thing! This is, this is forever! Yeah. And, and she's right. And nope. it finally hit him, like... He was thinking of it as a way to make money for the family. Mm-hmm. But if he's disabled, it's not something that you just collect for a little while. It's for it's always. Mm-hmm. Always and forever. Always and forever. Which, just like going back to, you know, what is it, season th- or one or three in MASH, um, when Burns comes in and says to Blake, this man is crazy, and I want you to help him get out. And then Sydney says, sign this. It says that you're a transvestite and a homosexual. No, he wouldn't. I'm not any of those. I'm just crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, Max has kind of been down this road before. But now he has a family that, again, in my mind, he's trying to care for the way he knows. But it's not a good way in civilian life no. is the problem. You know, of course, when Lee is stuck begging off people mm-hmm. to live. Well, thankfully she has the potters, so she's not really begging. They're and they don't—they don't make her feel. I don't think like she is. No, like they're just nice people. Yeah, which uh, they're nice, except that um, it's causing friction in their lives. Mm-hmm, because, as we find out, you know, Sherman has never been around raising kids. Um, he's always been off somewhere, deployed. Because it would be good for his career, and that comes up, and it's a big point of friction. But they've been married for... 37 years, because I've been married longer. (laughs) You made that comment. Um, (laughs) They look a lot older, though. Thank you. Two points for you. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't shoehorn that into that sentence, though. Um, But, you know... It, it becomes a point of friction because I really do think this is the first time that they've had to deal with each other in a, in a permanent setting. Right. Otherwise, I think it's always been in Sherman's mind that he's going to get deployed again somewhere. And, and now he, he's old. Like, yeah. he's not going to get deployed. Yeah, you know, he makes some comment about, I'm not going to be here. Like, he storms off. Mildred goes upstairs and he makes some comment about, I won't be here when you get back. And if I'm not, it's because I've... Going to re-enlist? <laughs> but, um... Alma no- actually talks him into... Well... Getting back with her. Well, at least meeting with her. Yeah, I was going to say... Talks into is kind of a strong word. Okay. 
bullies him into, into is probably oh, okay. the more accurate phrasing. Yeah, it is. You know, it's not like Klinger where he would be like, Colonel, come on. Yeah, Mrs. It was... Potter doesn't deserve that. Or Radar would be like, Sir, your wife is on the phone. <laughs> no, Alma was going... Call her. You don't understand how lucky you are to have, to have someone in your life. <laughs> Colonel, I have to go home <laughs> to an empty house every night. <sighs> you don't know. I'm calling her right, right now. now. Look, I'm dialing. <laughs> she kept going. You don't know. Watch me. I'm dialing. <laughs> it's ringing. Stop talking. <laughs> so... Yeah, she bullied him in, and he's like, thank you for having such a vetted interest. Five o'clock, gotta go, bye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's... Clinger throughout this episode, since he's trying to do this crazy thing, is really hard-selling that he's crazy to Dudziak. Dudziak uh, confides in Boyer and Potter. Um, I don't believe him. I think he knows I don't. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> but Klinger keeps hard-selling it, so that's kind of him in this episode. He's the comedic foil. Um, Boyer still dealing with all these anger issues, and Dudziak is trying to help him, which um, is very interesting because she's a... She, how do I say this correctly this day and age? She's a dude bra. What's a dude bra? Dude bra. Let's go down to the bar and get a beer, dude bra. Dude bra. Come on. Okay. Dude bra. So she's just trying to get him to yeah. be in a social situation with mm -hmm. the other man. She's kind of... She's, if you look at how she's interacting with these five other guys... She's one of the guys. She's one of the guys. She's yeah. a dude bra. Yeah, <laughs> like okay. that's it. That's how she's getting them there, is she's being one of the guys, and I think that's also part of the problem Boyer is having with her is she's a woman. Yeah, because you know he arrives. He comes with the blonde ditzy. <laughs> I could be a model. Oh, yeah. I don't know though. My hands are a little chubby. What do you think? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What? Hmm? You're not listening to a word I say. <laughs> you stay here. I'll be back. <laughs> and he went to her. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, he finally says to this group of guys, you know, about how it's hard for him and sometimes all he wants to do is hit something and keep hitting it. And one of them just looks at him and says, wow. Really? And you're the only one who ever feels that way. <laughs> it's incredible. Knowing that everyone around the table was feeling that way. And so Boyer sits down and actually starts working you know it's obviously implied that he's going to start working things out with this group and with Dudziak because at first he had what he called the POW therapy yeah POW therapy is when something bugs you POW yeah hit it <laughs> um but yeah it, it, it's interesting that again she's just one of the guys and that's how she gets through it but I think like Potter mentions in the first episode of this week the only way that she must have survived as a female doctor was to just grow a thick skin. 
Well, about you have a lot to, of that. Yeah. yeah. A lot thicker than, yeah. Than you would need now, even, I think. Because yeah. he says, you know, I'm sure that she couldn't find a spot in a normal hospital where you need a mustache, uh, spectacles, and a pipe. Right. That sort of thing. Um, let me see what else I might have here. Oh, the intern Caldwell. Oh, yes. He, he starts hitting on Boyer's date until he Not finds knowing it's out. Boyer's date, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, that's fine. I came here with this guy, and he's, like, not paying me any attention. Just ignoring me. Who is he? That guy over there. <laughs> Isn't face. he? And uh, she turns around, and <laughs> this doctor's gone. <laughs> I don't know if this doctor's ever going to be something, do you? I don't see it. We'll see. Next yeah. time, I guess. Next, next disc. Yeah. You know, I I see them setting up a lot of things here. I think they thought the they future. were going to be another season. Mm-hmm. And we obviously know that they weren't, unfortunately, because we only have about five episodes left. So they didn't even make it to the end of season two. But you can you can see where things are being set up. Yes. For a longer play. And it's just not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, or fortunately. Well, I... Now, I've got to say, at this point in the series, I think they're hitting their stride. Start, well, they're starting to, but, you know, this is... Uh, they this still is, have to tone down the writing a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, but they're getting there. And, you know, this is just like... The problem I had with Star Trek Enterprise with that series. They hit their stride at the beginning of season four, and they lasted for four seasons. Oh, no. I think that at the end of season one of one and a half seasons, this show is starting to hit its stride. It's starting to settle in. It's starting to figure it out, yes. But it's too late. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part. But in terms of this episode, it's really neat. We wrap most things up here in the recovery room. Boyer gets settled down. I mean, obviously, Klinger is still in the hospital, so we wrap that up there. Um, Dudziak is there. And then the the Potters... Um, they Solve their fight. Basically, they, you know, they say, like, it's not worth it mm-hmm. to fight because we've been together this long. And uh, the Potter's The one thing that line, always bugged him is... Her bathroom. All your lawn. Lingerie or lawn. I, I don't remember how he said it, but it was yeah. Lingerie. Yeah. Something. And uh, you do love me, don't you, Sherman? Of course I do. I've gotten used to it, haven't I? <laughs> and um. You dirty doctor. Yeah. So he says, "Well, we get a motel," and she's like, "We couldn't kick Soon Lee out. Not for them." For us. Sherman. And so then, end of the episode, we see them cuddling each other in the in the bed there, and okay, he's back on the TV. <laughs> Talking about, how's your day? Yeah. It's course, up to you. Of course, mine has been fine. I've been on TV the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, die. So, um, it, it was interesting. It I think it was a well-paced episode, despite having a lot going on. Um, I didn't feel that it was as rushed as a lot of other episodes in the series. I still felt a little rushed. I just mm-hmm. did. I felt like, okay, you Maybe I'm getting probably could have 
you know, taking some of it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, gone into less detail with some of the plot or broken it into episodes. Right. Either would have been fine. Either would have been fine. Yeah, but... Because I think a lot more could have been said about Dr. Boyer. Yeah. I like Dr. Boyer's character. I no, really me too. Uh, again, I kind of view him as the new Hawkeye, but in a weird, weird way. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it would, it would have been nice if this series had lasted longer, made it to syndication so we could watch, but... Eh. Eh. <laughs> I'm not going to cry over it. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the writing could have been better throughout. But, that said, um, in my opinion, these would be watchable episodes. I wouldn't yes. say skip them. Yeah, I wouldn't say skip them either. You know. I, would say, I think they'd be watchable. Mm -hmm. And if you want to watch them, uh, you can head over to our Facebook page. One of the pages that I've followed from our Facebook page is an Aftermatch page. And they have, I don't know if they have them on their page or linked, but... Uh, you can find all the episodes through YouTube through that page, Aftermash, on Facebook. Go over there, find it, and you can do that for free, uh, which is probably the better way to do it. Watch it and have fun with it. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we would love to hear, you know, because MASH is one thing. They really got that down to a science. They, they did. This is a different thing. And even though it's by a lot of the same, like, producers, directors, all that, it's different. So we'd love to hear from you what you think. Uh, again, you can do that on our by going to our website and then heading over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whiskeyandmash, or just emailing us at the podcast whiskeyandmash at narclanic.com. But in the meantime, that's all I have for this week. That's all I have. I'm Gloria Ackerman. I'm Chris Pullman. And have a great week. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, they... Definitely yeah. are hitting a stride. I think they are. It's just, again. And we're getting to know the characters. It always we takes. I mm -hmm. wish writers would understand that, that it always takes. Or not writers, right. the, whoever it is that. Yeah, the studio. It takes says, two right? years mm -hmm. to get to know the characters. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, Sometimes they'll invest in a show and sometimes mm -hmm. they won't. You know, I do like. Now that I think about it, though, as far as that goes, like, if Pfeiffer had still been in there. Resident Pfeiffer, I don't think I would like the show as much. Yeah, I didn't like him either. You know, he's fine, he's great. Yeah, but. But Klinger's acting the f comic foil now. So you didn't need that. We didn't need that. Boyer is that extra secret sauce, and I'm sure that they thought D'Angelo was kind of. A comic. Yeah, you know, too much. But there was a lot else going on. But I. I point being, I like D'Angelo. Or not. Yeah, I like D'Angelo over Wainwright. I like Boyer over Pfeiffer. I like Boyer over Pfeiffer. I mm. I do like Wainwright over D'Angelo. There was mm. something about him that just... Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still not a fan of Alma. They could take her out. I could do without Alma. I could do they, without Alma. If they had kept her assistant and had her promoted anywhere else... Anywhere else. Anywhere else. Put her off the show. That would have been better for me. Yeah. But just... Uh, away. Okay. <laughs> have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye.